welcome back to Word of Truth. So I'm just going to try and move that a little bit. Welcome back to Word of Truth. Um, so today, what does it mean to be double-minded? So this whole thing about double-mindedness has been on my heart uh, the last few days. Um, I think it's really important for us to understand what it actually means. And the fact that this whole walk really is about us getting to a place of being of single mind. So we've spoken about you know, unity with the brethren in recent videos, but today we're going to talk about being of one mind in ourselves. What does that mean to be of one mind in within us individually? So we're going to start in James, but we find that term double-minded. So I'm going to read from James 1, verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the lord a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways let okay sorry i'm gonna stop there the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways so this scripture in james refers to when we ask of god we need to ask in faith when we ask the lord anything we should ask in faith and that the fact that it's not it's not our father, it's not Abba who doesn't want to give, that actually it's, it says that um, he let him ask, for let not that man think that he will receive anything. So those of us who are tossed to and fro, we can't expect to receive anything from the Lord, because actually he gives liberally, liberally, which it says in the scripture here. You know, if they were asking for wisdom, oh, I lack wisdom, so I want to ask for it. He wants to give that to us freely, but actually one of the reasons that we don't receive is actually because we are like the wave of the sea, tossed. And as I was reading that scripture, the scripture that just came to my heart was actually from Ephesians 4. So I'm just going to go there, where we actually also see this thing about being tossed. So Ephesians 4 says, so you're talking about the fivefold, and it goes on to say that, in verse 14 of chapter 4 of Ephesians, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive so as i was just reading that um chapter in james the whole picture of the wave tossing i literally saw the ephesian one i seen that this is exactly what it means a double-minded man is someone who is unstable somebody who like this is talking about being a child that's tossed to and fro but actually double-mindedness is actually something that's linked to being still children in the faith so we are trying to get to a place of being of one mind. So double-mindedness puts us on that spec that end of the spectrum where we're still children tossed to and fro like the wave of the sea. But the Lord wants us to grow up to become mature men where actually we're of one mind and when we ask in faith. So we all have faith, you know, to get saved, the Lord gave us his faith to be saved. So we have faith. But actually what we're talking about is getting that faith out from within our, in our spirit man, out into the place where we, you know, we understand by faith so i'm going to come back to that sentence of understand by faith that understand actually comes i'm going to that comes from hebrews the so hebrews 11 verse 3 i think is says through faith we understand so we understand by faith so we're trying to get to a place where we understand by faith and we know that our understanding is in our is is within our 
natural mind so our soul mind that we understand so before i just try to zoom right ahead let's go back to basics so what does it mean to be double-minded so we all know that we are a spirit a so we have a soul and we live in a body so we know that we are three parts and that is where this teaching really starts we are three-part being so if we understand that we're a three-part being then we can begin to see how we could be double-minded and what the lord needs us to do what what we need to do in order to become in a place of single-mindedness a place of maturity in Christ so let's go to first Thessalonians 5 23 there's going to be a lot of scriptures in this teaching you know it's a teaching so I guess in all of them all these videos word of truth there's going to be a lot of scriptures because it's teaching videos that's the whole point of them so first Thessalonians 5 23 says And the very word and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But the point of that scripture was just to show, you know, what we just spoke about that we have a spirit, a soul, and a body. So we know in our body, if we were saying, okay, where's the mind in our body? So our body doesn't technically have a, its own mind, but we see our brain is the physical house for our mind so our mind the first mind that everybody knows whether they are saved or not saved is the minds that they think with like this mind <laughs> this you know this soul mind the mind that we find within our brain obviously we know that the brain is not really what the brain is just the i guess the phys the muscle the physicalness of your mind it's not actually everybody understands that it's something that you can't really see in terms of the way that you think the memories you've built it's not a it's not a physical thing but that's within our soul whether people are saved or not so they recognize that they have that mind you know the record of things that you know the things that you understand all of that you know you're when you were born it's we're practically you know a blank sheet we have to we have to learn you know we have to learn how to talk the language that we talk we have to learn all these things so we learn and we grow we go to school all of those things and that's our our first mind within our soul that we actually recognize when we get saved we get a brand new mind it's actually amazing we get this the bible says that we have the spirit of christ we have the mind of christ so the second mind that we have is actually the mind of christ if you're born again if you're from the time you get saved you have a new your spirit becomes one with god's spirit so with the spirit of christ so you know first corinthians 6 verse 17 says but he that is joined unto the lord is one spirit so from the time we get saved we are one spirit with the lord so as with that one spirit that we get we get his mind that is so awesome that's why the bible says you know you know all things okay so we have the mind of christ so that is the first mind so the mind of christ obviously thinks exactly as god thinks because it's the mind of christ so as a born again person as a saved individual who's one with the lord in spirit that's one mind that's the first that's the first mind that is the mind that knows all things it's not our natural mind that knows all things obviously because <laughs> we're not all we don't know all things with that but in our spirit man we know all things because our spirit man is one with christ so literally that's what it says you know we're seated in heavenly places as he is so are we in this world all those scriptures that are talking about that is talking about our spirit our position in the spirit 
our spirit is one with God, so we literally know all things. Yeah. So um, this is the first mind, and um, so this is the first one. So when we're talking about having a double mind, the word double obviously makes reference to two. If we're double minded, what it means is, in simple terms, is that. The way that we think with our soul mind is not equivalent to the way that our spirit mind's thinking. And that is where we get the whole tossing to and fro. So this whole Christian walk is about coming to a place, being transformed by the renewing of our mind. We find that scripture in Romans 12 verse 2 where it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So this whole walk is about getting from a place where, so from the time we're saved, we have, like we've got the mind of Christ. But now what we're trying, the whole walk is to get our spirit, our soul mind to be in line, one, with our spirit mind. We know all things in the spirit. We're trying to get that to our understanding. I'm going to go to a scripture that just shows that, you know, our understanding is not necessarily the same as, a, as our spirit mind, as, a, as what we know in the spirit. So that's what we're trying to get. We're trying to get to a place where our understanding is in line with um, our spirit mind, which is what we call revelation. You know, rev that revelation is what transformed us. That truth is what transformed us. That's how we're, we're renewed by that. When we, when we, understand that truth by faith we literally are you know renewed and that's when we see what we have within manifested without so um the scripture about understanding so first corinthians 14 just to show the difference between our spirit what we know in the spirit and our understanding the so first corinthians 14 says 14 verse um uh 14 14 verse 14 so but if i pray in an unknown tongue my spirit prayeth but my understanding is unfruitful what is it then i will pray with the spirit and i'll pray with the understanding also i will sing with the spirit and i will sing with the understanding also when paul's talking about he will pray with the spirit talking about the spirit man that's one with god that knows all things and um, so the verse before not the verse before but in verse um oh gosh verse two it says for he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto god for no man understands him how but in the spirit he speaks mysteries so when you're praying with your spirit you know when you're speaking in tongues just praying in, um, with your spirit you are speaking mystery. So literally, you're speaking, you know all things in the spirit, man. Your spirit speaking the things of God, the mysteries that God knows. But not always our, our head, our understanding, you know, our natural mind doesn't always understand. So unless obviously God gives us, you know, the inter gift of interpretation, the interpretation. But we don't understand for our mind. So that's why he's saying that he'll pray with the spirit, which he knows edifies him. But And he'll pray with the understanding. So that's just to show that we're trying to get that there's two we've got our spirit spirit man who knows everything and our understanding our natural mind that we are renewing in order to come into the place of maturity the place of oneness a place of single-mindedness with our spirit man that is literally what this whole walk is about um so 
why do we want to have a single mind? What is the big deal? Why can't we just carry on this life being double-minded? Obviously, that James scripture told us clearly, it said, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Like, obviously, being unstable, we think about things like the parable when Jesus, the, you know, the analogy when Jesus said, a wise man, a wise man builds his house upon the rock, you know, and then a foolish man builds his house upon the sand. So, practically speaking, being double-minded is not exactly wise. I don't want to say foolish, but it's not wise, you know. Uh, being being a double-minded man is still in a place of maturity where we're tossed to and fro. Being a double-minded man, we will not receive, we can't receive from the Lord. So it's not to say that he doesn't hear us, he doesn't answer, but we can't receive from the Lord. The Lord has given us all things already. He, like, you know, it says, all, the scripture says, all things are yours. You know, it's from the time that Christ died for us and we received him, we literally received his spirit. So who, everything that he is and everything that he has, we already have it. So literally, this walk is a case of getting that out. But the thing is, is that we can't get that out as long as our understanding is not in line with that. Because it's through our, it's actually through our understanding, it's through our soul it's that we actually, um, that we actually receive the thing. I'm going to go to that scripture that says, um, I pray, brothers, I pray that you know, you'll prosper and be, be in health even as your soul prospers. So it's even as our soul prospers that we will, that we will see the, the, those blessings of God that we already have manifested in, in our life. You know, it's the same thing with regards to fruit. You know, fruit, we literally have the spirit already. So the fruit of the spirit is already in within us. But to see that manifested, we have to, Jesus said, in John 15, he said, you know, abide in me. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you will, you know, and you will have it. You know, he talks about abiding that unless we abide in the divine, then we will not produce any fruit. So as we abide in him, we produce fruit and it's fruit that glorifies the father. So, so literally that abiding is all about his word abiding in us, us getting to a place where it's not just it's not just um where we actually receive it like we understand it we have a revelation on it and it transforms us and that thinking that we have now comes into alignment with his his thing with the, his thinking which is our spirit our spirit is is basically is the is christ in us the hope of glory the beautiful promise that we have christ in us the hope of glory but this whole walk is about renewing our mind being transformed by the renewing our, of our mind because it's in a place of maturity that we receive that which god that which god has for us that's where we receive it that's where we have the manifestation of it you know in a place of maturity so the carnal mind and the spirit mind so our soul is literally like it can either be carnally minded or we can either be spirit minded yeah a spirit the spirit mind and the carnal mind are two completely different entities they are enemies as we find as it says in romans um verse romans 8 the, the carnal mind is enmity against God, you know. So the, the, the spirit mind and the carnal mind are completely two different entities. So we are trying to renew our mind so that we are always fixing our mind on spiritual things. We're trying to get to a place where we are spirit-minded, you know. The carnal mind um, leads to be carnal. I'm going to read the scripture. To be carnally minded leads to death, but to be spirit-minded 
leads to life and peace. And that is what God wants for us, life and peace. You know, salvation is not just, oh, I'm going to heaven. So obviously that's why, that's another reason of why the Lord wants us to be of one mind, where we are, where the spirit man and the the soul minds, the spirit man's, the mind of the Christ and our, and our mind, our natural mind are one. So literally it's just like a, a complete flow and then it can flow through into our body and literally we impact this world and we represent Christ, we look like Christ. But that is why, you know, that is the whole point of, of it. Um, you know, there's a million ways that we can talk about it, but that's practically the same thing. The whole walk of maturity is all about becoming one with Christ, one in, in thought, you know, one in heart, one soul, <laughs> one mind, one, one, um, one heart. So that's literally what we're trying to get to. So, you know, the um, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So the, the carnal mind leads to death, yeah? So, sorry, I went on track, but salvation is not just you're going to heaven. So when we are saved, yes, we are saved, but our spirit man is, is saved. We're saved. Our spirit is one with Christ. Like, so literally, we are already seated in heaven. We are actually there already. We are actually there already. We're already seated in, in heavenly places of Christ, yeah? But our soul is saved by hope. That's what the scripture says. And it says that in... It says that in... I believe it's Romans 8. I think all this, a lot of these scriptures are in Romans 8. Romans 8 verse 24 says, But we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? So our soul is actually saved by hope. It's not a case of just waiting. Um, we're not just waiting to. If we, if it was just about going to heaven, and obviously as soon as you get saved, we'll just go. We are still here. There's still stuff the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to bring glory to His name while we're here. He wants other people to know Him. He wants to lead. He wants to make His name known. And we're supposed to be glorifying. We're His ambassadors in this earth. So literally, while we're here, for us to to see manifested. The life of Christ in us, we have to renew our mind. The life of Christ in us, righteousness, peace and joy. You know, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So for us to manifest, to make that shown, to make the life of Christ in us, the peace of Christ in us, the joy of Christ in us, you know, the fruit of the spirit in us manifested. You know, the, the scripture says, all creation groans and waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. The manifestation of the sons of God is them being shown, which means that, technically speaking, the sons of God, every person that's born again, the sons of God are hidden. Yeah? My creation is waiting for them to be manifested, which means shown, which means we need to get to a place of maturity, which means we have to renew our mind because we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. You know, that scripture says, you know, so the mind of Christ, we know all things. So to get the all things we know out manifested, that scripture in Romans 12 says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, you know, and acceptable and that perfect will of God. But the point is for sons of God know the Father's will. So if you know the Father's will, 
just as I believe it's in John, one of the books of John, where he said, you know, ask what, um, when we pray according to the spirit, so when we pray according to his will, we know that he hears us. So literally there's loads of the scriptures over that Jesus talked about, you know, ask whatever you will and it'll be if you abide in me. Abiding in me, you know, knowing the Father's will, um all of these things make reference to the fact that you've renewed your mind, you know, you have abided, you've been obedient, you've stayed in the Lord, so therefore you have matured. You know, if you abide, if something abides in, you know, if it's ripening, it's ripening, it's getting to a place where the mind is renewed, where you're maturing. That's where we grow up. That's where we grow up because, you know, our spirit mind is already as Christ is, so are we in this world. So literally, the maturing that we need to do is where we become to understand by faith. You know, through faith, we understand. That's the place where we are maturing. And so until we even get that the Lord needs us to be single-minded, he needs us to renew our mind. It's not a case of just, I'm saying I'm going to heaven, let me just carry on thinking as I think. You will never see the life of Christ manifested in your life. We'll never, creation will continue to grow for the sons of God. Because the thing is, the sons of God are not out there somewhere and just going to appear randomly. It's like the sons of God are waiting to be manifested, they're waiting to be shown, which means that they're currently hidden. So the only way that they're going to be shown is if we renew our mind. We are the ones who have to become the sons of God. We are the ones who have to renew our mind. We are the ones who have to mature. We are the ones who have to bring our, our change from being carnally minded to being spirit minded. I'm going to go to the scripture in Romans 7 verse 25. So I'm going to go back. So Paul's been talking about the fact, you know, so um, when it comes you know, the whole thing of, oh no, sorry, let me just say it, in verse 24 it says, oh wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? Obviously the fact that we are still in this physical body, that is, you know, until Christ comes, we're not going to get a new body, so it's constantly going to be, you know, a case of dying to the flesh, always. But what happens is, is that as you renew your mind and you mature, you take more and more, more dominion over your flesh, your, your flesh, like, you just you you have it has less and less hold over you you just are you're you are, you become more and more dead to the flesh um you know you're able to live you see more of the life of christ manifested more and more that's what happens you see more of that in the spirit we're all already like already like jesus you get what i'm saying but the point is we're trying to get it out so what happens is so paul says that in verse 24 of um Romans 7 verse 24 25 he says i thank god so he basically said before you know the things that he wants to do he doesn't do the things that he doesn't want to do he does there's basically this constant battle it's like oh man you know now that i'm saved like i'm a, i'm a new creation you know it's good to say um any man be in christ he's a new creation all things uh you know behold all things all things the pathway behold all things that become new sorry um so the behold you know old all things the pathway behold all things that come new yeah you are new creation in Christ. As he is, so are you. Within, your spirit man is the same. You're just as Jesus is, literally. So now, Paul's saying, but I'm still doing the things I don't want to do. Like, I'm still doing the things I don't want to do, but the things I want to do, I'm not doing. So he actually recognised, he said, and so moving forward to the last verse, it says, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord, so then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So literally, he recognises that there's this differentiation. And in this scripture, when he's saying he served the law of God with 
them his mind he's actually making reference to his spirit mind you know we serve god in our spirit we serve god perfectly so if we put our mind on christ we will follow after the spirit do you get what i'm saying if we put our mind on the carnal thing then obviously we're going to follow after the flesh that's why the bible tells us to be spiritually minded you know to you know you keep in perfect peace he whose mind is fixed on you so that's why we've got to train ourselves literally okay so we are because we we basically want it so easy we don't want to have anything to do that's actually the truth of it we're saved by grace through faith yeah but faith without works is dead like that's actually the truth and the work is is obedience like for us the works is obedience that's the that's the only works that you know you, you know the working out your salvation is working out your salvation like you're saved within your your spirit saved we need to get it out you're working it out but working out your salvation is not oh i need to renew my mind to make sure that i'm saved and going to heaven it's not if you don't renew your mind, you're not going to see that salvation in your life. That's the truth. You can't expect God to give you the the blessings of a son when you are still a child. Do you know what I'm saying? You can't expect to see the inheritance when you're still a child. You have to renew your mind. If you don't know his will, how can you pray his will when you don't know it? Obviously, you can pray in the spirit. Your spirit man knows it. But there's things that the Lord, you know, you, how are you going to know how how to minister like a lot of things yeah the the life and the peace and the joy that you want to see in your life and to affect and influence others the fruit that we want to have manifested that brings glory to the father that's one thing that jesus said brings glory to the father much fruit so you can have the fruit inside you all day long jesus already done that part the fruit manifested is what brings glory to the father in this earth genuinely and that's going to come through abiding in christ renewing your mind and bring yourself into one mind with your spirit which is christ in you you know so it's christ in us the hope of glory that's the glory that's in the lord wants us to get it out because when we manifest christ that's what brings the father glory so literally this whole thing of being you know renewed in our mind it's all about getting to a place of maturity it's all about bringing our glory that's really what we're here for to bring him glory that is literally that's that's literally um you know why we are why we are still here um yeah that is literally why we're still here so pretty much the this video is just to show like a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways if we want to be stable if we want to be you know with our feet planted on the rock all of these things everything like to be honest there's so many f different ways that the bible says it but it's all the same thing you know the message of this hour in this day is that the lord is is raising up his son and the thing is is it is a case of choose to be chosen choose to be chosen the father has already given you all things he's given you all things you are a son by saying like the father wants you to be a son but you choose you have to choose to be chosen so if you choose i want to stay a child and you choose that you want to be stay. You, this is how you choose to stay a child you choose to stay a child by saying 
oh, it's long. Reading the Bible is long. You know, it's choose to stay a child by saying, oh, it's long to believe what God says. It's long. I just do my own thing. You know, the ways of God are long, long, long. Basically, as long as you keep saying it's long, <laughs> it's long, you choose to remain a child. As long as you make excuses, you choose to remain a child. A double-minded man, you know, you're tossed to and fro. What sounds nice, what your itching ears want to hear, if one is that, you choose to remain a child. There does require some form of diligence because you have to realise it's work out. That part, Jesus is giving you everything, but he's not going to now renew your mind for you. That's the part that you have to do. The abiding, that's the part that you have to do. Being obedient, that's the part that you have to do. You're already saved, yeah? You're going to heaven. You can wait to go to heaven if you want to, but the Lord has things that he's doing now in this time while we're still here. The Lord has blessings that he wants to release on this earth. The Lord has a will and purpose that he wants to do in this earth, you know? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven in earth as it is in heaven your will be done in my soul as it is in my spirit man your will be done in this earth as it is in, in heaven your will be done in your church as it is in christ that is what the lord wants to do that's the prayer that's why jesus told us to pray that's what he wants to do so unless we get to a place where we renew our mind and we say i want to be a son you choose you make the choice no one else can make the choice for you if you want to be a son, then that's why you need to understand what is double-mindedness. Hmm, double-mindedness means that my soul mind and my spirit mind are not in line. So that is the that is your priority of, of getting your soul mind to be in line with your spirit mind, meaning you cannot be conformed to this world any longer. You cannot allow this world to shape the way that you think. You cannot allow this world to tell you how to think. You literally need to go to the Father. You need to go and ask him. That's what he's giving. I'm saying go and ask him. He's giving you the word. As you're reading the scriptures, allow the Holy Ghost to illuminate your mind, your natural mind. Allow the Holy Ghost to make it Bring it revelation to shed light on it, to show you Jesus, to show you truth. And as he does that, that is what quickens your, that is what quickens you. And that is where the revelation comes. And that's when it becomes living knowledge now. And that is where it can go into your heart. And that is where Adam man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And that is where you are transformed. And that is where you, be, that's where the seed takes root and the fruit can begin to bear. And that is where the words that you speak, you know, from the abundance of the overflow of your heart, the mouth speaks. So you need to get your, your heart to a place where it's overflowing with what God says. So when you speak, you speak life. You know, when you speak, you speak life. And that is what the Lord wants to do with us. So double-mindedness. What is double-mindedness? Double-mindedness is having two minds. Where does the Lord want us to be? He wants us to have one mind, his mind, and his mind alone. So I pray that that brings a bit of revelation. I pray that that something in this, you know, sparks something in you, you know. And I just, you know, just speak to your, I just speak to your spirit man you know, and just call your spirit man to just rise up within you. I just call that, you know, we just, I just speak to the sons of God that are hidden. And I just say, come forth in the name of Jesus. I say, 
sons of God, it's time to arise. And every single person who wants to hear this, you know, hear this, hear this call that the Lord is calling for the sons of God to be made manifest. If you are receiving it, I just speak into your life right now in the name of Jesus. And I say, it's time to be diligent. It's time to stand up. It's time to renew your mind. It's time to take responsibility. It's time to stop making excuses in the name of Jesus. If that's you, receive it. And I just pray that you're blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen.